Robert P. Am I alright? Are you alright? What? A man like Mo. Peter's just got his head all over the guy. No, I'm just trying to um, adjust everyone so we don't peak. So, um, so if you're listening, last week we had a very heavy conversation, heavy, a very heavy end to the conversation last week. Mm. And (laughs) I'm just tired, so we're not going to go into that again. But we 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 are going to have a round two for that episode, but just not today because I've got the strength. Um, quick shout out. Um, Mm. if you haven't seen the new the new Whitney Houston movie. You should go and watch it. That's not going to be my uh, my hookup because um, you've already said it. No, because it's it's not like out in like lots of cinemas. But if you if you get the chance to go and see it, you should go and watch it. It's a really good movie about her life and her her rise and her fall. And it's it's always sad scenes watching those kind of things, knowing how how, how it's going to end. Mm. So so you see her, yeah, she's a star doing all these big things, but you know that. <laughs> Yeah, the world. <laughs> but yeah, but like watching that, like, make really gave me like an appreciation for her voice and okay. and like, rough. No one's touching her, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, anyway. So let's get into it today. So, um, how do I want to start this? Okay, let's start. Let's, let's start like this. Let's talk wedding rings. So. We've got two married guys. Peter, you've, all, you, you, you've almost been married for a, a year now. Yes, I have. How's it feel? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who we can start, Peter. <laughs> Literally trying to get blood out of half Mate, rock. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the most emotion you're about to get from me. But the thing is, yeah, you won't, you guys wouldn't have realised it, but the smile that he had on his face when he said nice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. These guys. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's talk wedding rings. So uh, first question, what? What is the importance of a wedding ring to you guys? You can go first. Um, I think for me, one one thing that was important to me was having a wedding ring that reminded me of something, and so I had it engraved in the on the inside of my wedding ring um, as Christ loved the church, because that's how. I I want to love my wife as Christ loved the church, which is as the Bible instructs. So for me, it was that it was having something that constantly reminds me um, of of that promise and of that need to rely on God because loving Christ as love that Christ loving the, your wife as Christ loved the church is a tall order. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, what was the question again? What is the importance of a wedding ring to you? I think for me, it's definitely, as Peter was saying, in terms of a reminder. Now, I didn't have something engraved inside of it, as Peter said, but mine kind of went a step further before him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Man's ahead of his time. <laughs> so, um, I had bought, I bought um, gems, um, an engagement band and a wedding band that, um, had it in the form of a pattern, so both of the two rings kind of um, combined to make one overall ring. And my band has the pattern of her ring customized into it, so it follows the same pattern as her. So my ring is customized as Piers's as well, but mine is customized with the same band as 
the same pattern band as she does, um, as she has. And I think for me, it definitely is a reminder. Um, definitely is a reminder in the sense of what I have committed myself to and um, who, see, what I've committed myself to in terms of the marriage, but who I've committed myself to and before whom I have committed myself to this, mm. these things. So it's before God and before man, I've committed myself to this person in a covenant, um, covenantial relationship of marriage. And I, f- I found it very, like, as a reminder, it's been very beneficial, I have to admit. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you know the ones where you're, like, you're talking to a girl and you just touch your ring, it's like, remind yourself, yeah? Yeah, remind yourself. Um, mm. But yeah, it's been it's been very beneficial in that, in that sense, and also I see it as um, you don't tend to see a lot of marriage bands nowadays, anyways, amongst our generation. And so, not only is it it stands out when people see it on my hand, um, but it's very much a conversation starter as well. It has been for me. Oh, you're married. Oh, yeah. How long? How long for? Five years this year. Oh, sweet down. Blah blah blah. Is so, it five yeah. years already? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Seems like just yesterday. Wow. So yeah, it's is a conversation starter, and it it's just allows me to be able to expose different things. Um, and yeah, and I have to admit, like Pete has been part of many of those conversations. Um, just uh, before insecurities flare up or anything, it's just around like, oh, so like. Did you guys have sex before? No, like, no, no, no sex before marriage. But I proposed after six months. Oh, swear, all right. So you guys kind of went in. Yeah, but I know one done. Yeah. Six years. Bro, what? I'm like, yes. And he's the same age as me, six years. So it can be done. And so there's that real testament to trusting in God mm. in the relationship and trying to work for something that glorifies God. Mm. So I think this, just as a symbol this represents all of that for you. So how would you say you as husbands would change if you didn't go about in your daily life wearing your wedding band? I actually don't. Like, I wear it. I can't, for some reason, I can't type with it on. <laughs> like, it feels too, it doesn't feel too heavy. Cheater, cheater. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm, when I'm at I work. I guess you work, I take off the wedding band. <laughs> But you know what? It's it's weird. When I get to work, I empty my pockets. I take off my watch. I take off my ring, and it's all like arranged in the corner. I just can't. I can't seem to. I can't seem to work with it. Cheater, cheater! I just strips everything off. Strip down to my socks. Shoes down to socks. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I'm not. I don't wear it. But when I go out, like during lunch, I'll wear it and go out with it on lunch. And I don't think I'll change per se because it's it's not like the wedding ring makes me married, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, even when we're training, we don't yeah. we don't wear yeah. the wedding rings, you know? So, uh, that's not what makes me married, but then... You punch her in the face a little bit softer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, I think, for me, not that I'm a hottie or I'm a catch or anything, but I feel like it serves as a layer of protection <laughs> when, <laughs> when I'm out in public. <laughs> like, at least... <laughs> Protect people from you. <laughs> oh, you mad? At least. Did Peter just say That's a hottie? That's <laughs> <laughs> so not a hottie. Um, Yo, you can, um, you just can see, a phrase. Just a phrase. You can see his age just <laughs> spilling through. Are you Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's probably me just being, um, what's the word? Oh, right. uh, not overprotective, um, but... Cautious? Cautious. Yeah, cautious. Wary? 
No, what's the conspiracy theorist word? Like Zeitgeist? <laughs> <laughs> no, like just I can't I can't Pre-emptive? think of the word. It's along those lines, but anyway, it, it's just me thinking if I'm wearing oh, my I ring. Know the word, I know the word, I know it's gone, that's gone. It's <laughs> almost like safeguarding yourself to not put yourself into a pos- compromising paranoid position. paranoid that's the word i'm looking for paranoid okay. yes and, and i say paranoid because it's like i'm presuming that all girls out there are trying to <laughs> trying to woo you <laughs> not trying to woo me wishes wishes <laughs> so yeah uh, when i wear when i'm at, when i'm going out of work like when i'm not sitting at my desk i'll wear my ring um but i don't think it changes when i have you have you thought about like having a chain and then having no, the thing around it? i don't like chains i don't, I don't like Chains around my necks. No. Around my necks. My necks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a hench, but no, I don't I don't like chains around my neck. I don't I don't I don't know why, but yeah. Hmm. What about you, Moses? Um I don't think so. I don't think that it would affect or influence. It's definitely a reminder and it's more of a physical reminder and it's a case of not that I have done it, but if I'm if I'm in a conversation and I start hiding in my ring, I'm just like that's a problem. Have you ever been in that situation? That's before? not that I have done it. I oh, haven't right. done it, but I'm like, if I was in a situation talking to a female and I start hiding my ring, that's a problem. Mm. Um, but obviously, if I don't have it on, then I don't need to hide it. Mm. So I think it for me, it's not. It's almost along the same lines as paranoia, but it's it's a sense of having it there on show. For me, is a good thing, mm. and it it's like yes, that's there. I'm having a conversation. I'm putting my hand in your face. Mm. Like yes. Mm. Um, Thankfully, I don't have the issue of not being able to type or anything. So literally, my ring only comes off when I'm training. Mm. Um, other than that, it's always on. Sleep, like rain, shine, snow, whatever. I know that some people, when it when their hands get too hot, it swells up. Or when it gets too cold, it swells up. Like, mm. dif- reacts differently to different temperatures and stuff. Um, but thankfully, I don't have that issue. And I've worn the ring for so long, like even when I take it off, it's still got a groove in it. Mm. Um so there's that reminder. I don't think I'll act any differently without it, um, but I definitely am thankful for it. Um, yeah, mm. it is a it is a physical, I, and I do well with physical reminders. That's mm. why I have tattoos. Mm. I do well with physical reminders. Would the you if your wife said, "Don't want to wear their 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 wedding bands anymore"? Like, anymore? Just like, oh, I don't want to wear it. <laughs> I just want to, you know. As someone that finds jewelry in general restrictive, I think I'd understand. Like if I, I what if I, there were other rings, but just <laughs> just not the wedding just band. Not the wedding band. <laughs> There's definitely an element of the devil coming in, whispering in your ear, like you know. Why she's, ashamed you. Yeah. she's ashamed of you. <laughs> she's ashamed. She's ashamed. She's she's trying to catch some guy at work or um, whatever. So you know, you're the side. You're the side chick, right? Now. <laughs> hey, fam, you, you don't even need the devil for the outcome. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right here. Fam. So you're the devil in that situation. <laughs> I said you don't need the devil for that. I got you. Happily, I got you coming. happily. <laughs> Do you know what? From a, from a perspective of um, Jamelia, so Jamelia has arthritis within her hands, which flares up due to different um, temperatures and stuff. So she can't wear it. She can't wear the wedding band to sleep. Um, sometimes when it's really hot, she can't put it on, um, stuff like that. So from my perspective, I, I would think of it more from a health-wise. Mm. Um, but if there's no health condition, it's like, I, I just don't want to wear it. I'd be like, I need to understand why. Mm. I think fundamentally that would be that would be the thing. I need to understand why you don't want to wear it. Mm. Um, okay, so what would be like a good 
excuse well, well not excuse but for, like for me it's not it's not even an excuse thing it's i think it's only if your life depends on it you know like that <laughs> unless you <laughs> chop off your, chop off your finger no nah, but it's like so in purchasing the ring a lot of effort went into it a lot of time a lot of research like a lot went into it and i'm not saying you need to wear it for that those purposes but what i'm what i'm saying is i intentionally bought you a ring that the hopes was you'd be wearing for the rest of your life um and there was a lot of quote unquote consultation that went on, just randomly floating different rings in front of her, and then just throwing her off a scent with some random ring that she, ring that she doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. And so I went out of my way to ensure that the ring that I purchased was something that you'd like. Not I say it went out of my way. It's like it's not going out of your way when you're trying to please your wife. Um, it's something that you want to do. Mm. And so I, I wanted to get her a ring that she would like, she would enjoy and she would, she would feel happy about wearing. Um, so if it was just, I don't want to wear it anymore, it will raise questions for me as to like why. And that there will be some understanding that needs to be in that situation. If it's just a case of, I'm tired of wearing the ring, I don't want to wear it. Um, then alternatives like chain, blah, 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 this and that, like, mm. yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, she does go out without her ring at times. Um, simply due to, as I said, health stuff. Um, hasn't been an issue. Um, yeah. But she has an enthusiasm for wearing her ring. If mm. she's going somewhere where she's like, it would be beneficial for me to wear my ring because mm. I just don't want people talking to me like that. Mm. Then she'll put, then she's, she makes a conscious effort to put it on. Um, mm. So yeah, I know that there's those reasons behind it as well in terms of wearing it. So yeah, it will be a question mark for me. How do you guys feel about people who tattoo rings on their ring finger in, in place of an actual wedding ring? For what reasons? One is cheaper. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, tattoos. Okay, then a ring. Okay, yeah. 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 And like, there's like a permanence to a tattoo mm. and that isn't there with like an actual ring. Mm. Do you think that's people just doing the most or? <laughs> no, because you know, well, I saw someone who's got a rubber ring, like a, it's like a plastic ring or mm. something that he wears in place of his ring because he was like, it's lighter. He's able to, so that almost even makes sense to me. So a tattoo ring kind of makes sense to me. Like, okay, cool. You tattoo it on, then you've got a ring, you've got a ring on kind of, but you don't Would have you to. Would you get a tattoo ring? If I, if I'm allowed to get tattoos, <laughs> I've been trying to get a Kyokushin and cross on my, Somewhere and Anita's not having it, so a Kyokushin and a cross, yeah, because a seeker of ultimate truth. Whereas I believe the cross is ultimate truth, so I've already found it. So, how can you be seeking truth if you found it already? No, so that's the message is I have found ultimate truth. So, are you still seeking truth? No, but then the pursuit of ultimate truth, I'm just truth. messing with you, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'd be down for it, but um, you've already got tattoos, but yeah, I've already got so. tattoos. Um, I want to get more, but I'm in the same position, <laughs> I'm trying to convince. Um, number of things I should have done before I got married. Um, <laughs> should have just covered my arm. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Again, it's like this. This is where the skeptic in me kind of comes in. It's like, dude, if if you divorce her, well, okay, but we, what are we doing? hopefully, hopefully, like you're not gonna go down. But it's like, so this this is. I've been thinking around marriages a lot recently and I've and fundamentally what I've come down to is that you cannot take a marriage for granted. Mm. You cannot, um, if you stand, take heed lest you, uh, lest you fall. Mm. Yeah, kind of the same thing in terms of your faith. If, you, if you're so sure that your marriage is, is on point and you become complacent, that's like the quickest uh, way to mm. like 
bankrupt absolutely shipwreck your own marriage but it's like the amount of godly men that i'm hearing about who are leading churches having affairs Mm. when these times they have a family they've got a wife they've got children they've got a family they're on mission Mm. and like one example dude was sexing another um, vicar from another church and he's a vicar he's a minister and it's just like raw and like family only found out when it was on his deathbed mud serious how you how you giving them that as their last memory of you damn he's trying to get into heaven isn't it confess (laughs) (laughs) quickest way to, to sizzle um, so it's like we can't take I can't take my marriage for granted mm. I can't take <clears throat> the health of my marriage for granted mm. and the the sheer reality is that marriages within the church are breaking down just as fast if not faster than marriages in the world mm. which is really unfortunate if the church is meant to be a model to the world as mm-hmm. to the relation, if the a Christian marriage is meant to be a model to the world of the of the relationship between Christ and, and the church, for that to happen so consistently is really bad to the point where I can't even fault people for not wanting to get married. Mm. I'm just like, yeah, I can't really fault you because the church is not really giving you a good image of it. And I can't say, look at me, because, mate, I cannot take my position for granted. Mm. I can only say, by the grace of God, I'm looking to stick this out. Um, And so the permanence of the tattoo, ideally, you'd want to be like, yes, I'm in this for life, blah, blah, blah. Two twos. She's like um, Goma. Or you're like Goma. That might be a bad example, because I had to keep on going back. That's that's not going to be a divorce thing. It could be Bathsheba then. Yeah, and David. Actually, was David married when he? You could be Delilah. With Bathsheba. Yes, yes, he was. But then it was not uncommon for kings to have multiple wives. Mm. So, um, not not trying to like tarnish people's marriages. And I know that people hopefully go into a marriage thinking about the long run, thinking about sticking it out for the long run. Um, With a ring, you can kind of take it out, put it to the side, stuff like that. Um, And plus, like if. God forbid the, the partner just, um, passes away. Are you going to get another tattoo if you marry somebody else? Two bands? Cover it. Cover it with the first one. Yeah, cover the first one. With, what, with a natural ring? No, or with another just tattoo. colour it in again? Yeah. Colour different colour. That's a bit... Laser tattoo removal. Oh, that's, a, that's dead. I'm going forward to this pain because of you. You. Um, but yeah, so I think the sentiment is nice. The sentiment mm. is nice. Um... I just know that reality doesn't always flesh out mm. um, the way we would like. Mm. And so the permanence of it will always be a reminder. Um, that's why I don't get people's names tattooed on me. Mm. Um, not even my children. So, straight. Um, the sentiment mm. is nice, but I, I would definitely opt for a ring, even if it is a cheap ring, even mm. if whatever, I'll just opt for a, a physical ring than a tattoo. What about yourself, Robert? What's your thought on wedding rings? How how much bling do you want to put in yours when you eventually get married? I was about I was just about to ask you about okay. Um for me, I do know the kind of wedding ring I want. Of course you do. This guy's rehearsed his wedding since he was five. That's what I'm saying. He's probably got like a folder with his colours. Pinterest <laughs> mood board, the whole nine yards. His I've, actually got, I've actually got a scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, no, but I've I've only had that 
since I I started the wedding planning. Okay, it's a good so, excuse. Yeah, that, you know. But I know where I want to get married. I'm not gonna say where because have yourself a little princess wedding. Cool. Ideally, I'd want a, um a winter wedding in the snow. Okay, and then and then like all the guests would have like embroidered like gloves and scarves and thing and blankets that they could have during the time to keep warm and da 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 da. And because it's far, what's what's gonna happen is that I'm gonna have coaches. So you so like have to get on the coach to get to the wedding. That, right. way, uh, that way, no one's late. Cause you're saving. You're saving up for this. Uh, what I'm saying, you start saving now. Oh yes, like I know the things where I want to splurge money on. Mm-hmm. So photographer, photographer, videographer. Uh, other stuff, you know. Let's, let's not get into. But yeah, when it comes to the ring, I, 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 I know the kind I, I want. I think I've showed it to you guys. The, the one wooden, with the wood, yeah. The one, the, 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 the one, the wood. Um, why wood? To symbolize the cross and okay. um and like dying to self. Mm. Um, so I can't remember. Is I put it? some thought into this, you know. Yeah. So like this. it'll be, you have it'll be a gold ring with like the the um the, the wood in the middle. Yeah. Because keep Christ right. in the center of the marriage, and sacrifice the, 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 the all of that good stuff. Why gold? For them, because it's because it's a wedding ring, so traditionally it's always been gold. Yeah. Oh, so you're going for the traditional reasons. Yeah. What color is yours, Robert, uh, PR? I have multiple. I have multiple rings. You didn't answer the question. This one's black. Oh, so you, oh, <laughs> when you said I got multiple rings, I thought you got multiple colors. And how many rings do you have? And why do you have more than one Three. ring? Three. Why do you have more than one? Because <laughs> I wanted a black ring. I definitely wanted a black ring. And then the black ring that I got was not black enough. But then also it was in the wrong size. <laughs> it was so. a big trace. <laughs> when you said it wasn't black enough, yeah? First thing that came to my mind, nigga complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it wasn't in the right size. Um, so I got that one replaced. Um, but then it, it turned out it was the... Because it's tungsten uh, steel, that tungsten iron that I use for mm-hmm. the main one. Uh, so I, I got a different one that was tungsten carbide, which is black plated, and both of them are tungsten and rose gold. So one is silver and rose gold; the other one is black and rose gold, black tungsten. And oh, the ring that you're wearing right now is is just black because this isn't actually my ring because my my knuckles swelling at the moment because of training. So, so so I can't wear my actual ring. So this one's uh, another black ring that just says True Love Waits, and it's one that I got while I was being in need to wear in a relationship. Um, but it's large so, enough. So it's, like a prom- so, 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 so it's like a promise ring. No, because I got it for myself. She so didn't you, get it for me. So I just you got, got it for a promise ring. No, I got it because I like the message. True love waits. So you got yourself a promise ring. I didn't get myself a promise ring. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't related to her. It was just. It was related to her because no, true love waits. I liked the message because exactly. I was waiting rela- at the time. Exactly in relation but to it her. It wasn't a promise ring. It was in relation to her. It wasn't. You a, bought yourself you don't a promise, promise yourself. <laughs> Uh, celibacy will end or anything like that no it was just a ring that I got because I like the message you promise yourself it's large enough to fit around my swollen knuckle which actually my other ring that wasn't the right size Mm -hmm. is also large enough to fit around my swollen knuckle so I can still wear those two rings did you guys feel pressure about how much to spend on on the engagement ring do you know what thankfully initially I was like the tradition is three months um, wages Mm. So I was banging overtime, just trying to get this thing done. Mm. 
And then James was just like, don't worry about it. Like, I prefer this ring. And the ring was literally like a month, like less than a month's wage. Mm. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, sir, mm. cool. Okay. And she was more along the lines of, it's more about where we're going to live and stuff afterwards rather than splurging all of this money out and right now, which is definitely wise. Um, so yeah, there was no, there wasn't pressure as to the price, but I definitely put a pressure on myself to get the right ring for her. Not the, the price didn't really matter. Mm. So Peter? Um, I noticed that rose gold looked really good on Anita. So I wanted to get a rose gold ring. Um, I wasn't so much, I, w I didn't think about price initially. Like I had the whole three months thing, mm. I don't care. Um, but I wanted a particular style and I wanted an engagement ring that incorporated rose gold into it. Uh, so it was just a matter of looking out for that. And luckily when I saw one, it was on sale. So I got it. I got the one that was on sale. All right, man. Went, went for the discount for the straight. Do you know what, yeah? It worked out. That's That's what I did, yeah? That's what I did. I mm. bought the so both bands mm. together as one was on sale for less than the price of just like a single band. Mm. But then when I bought it, I insured it, mm. and the insurance was worth the original value. Mm. Yeah. So it's yeah, like it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. If anything happens to it, I get to a replacement of the original value of the ring. It's hard to get like because I was looking for a rose gold and a platinum ring. And it's actually hard to get one without making one yourself. So we made her um, her wedding band. We made that one custom, but her, the actual engagement is actually really hard to find. So when I found it, I was just like, yeah, I was going for it. And luckily, well, I say luckily, but I got grace. It was on sale. Thankfully. Yeah. Cool. Um, do, you, do you find a pressure in terms of how much you're going to splurge out on a missus' ring? The thing is, I worry about Robert's missus because I think he'll probably splurge on his ring and forget about hers. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! Most of the money will go towards her and her stuff. Yeah. Like as long as like I I know the ring I want, and it's not that expensive. Mm. And, like, and like I said, the only parts that I would splurge on are the photographer and a videographer because those are the people who are keep like making the memories that will keep after the Absolutely. wedding. Mm. Yeah. And like, don't be <laughs> with any stressful people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. But. Uh, uh, and again, the ring is something that will be with us forever. So I decided mm. I want to make sure it is um, as perfect as possible. Um, but, but obviously, not go overboard because we've got a whole life to live. So mm. yeah. <laughs> don't be like splashing out 10k on a ring, spending a deposit on a wow. <laughs> on the ring. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I think that'll be a nice place to round off this topic. Mm. Hookups. Cool. I think the topic's gonna change my hookup because. I had different hookup, but I want to give a hookup regarding wedding rings because um, one of my friends uh, had a platinum wedding ring. He's a guy, and it's all scratched up. You know, he's gonna have to take it, get it, sh get it polished and all that. So my hookup is to look into tungsten carbide or tungsten rings because it's relatively cheaper, but it's such a hard material. Like my ring has not it has no blemish on it and it has rose gold on it as well which would have originally been uh, you know at least scratched up or something but because of the way it's designed the tungsten is the only thing that comes into contact with stuff um and it's it's just kept it really really clean and no scratches so that's my hookup is to look into tungsten carbide for your red ring moses Okay, uh, my hookup for this week is another restaurant. 
uh, My Old Dutch, aka The Pancake House. Um, okay. Really good restaurant. It's not bad, not bad. Um, yeah, so like they sell pancakes and they're like really big. And and, and the more like, how do you describe it? So like you've got like your like tra- um, tra- um, traditional like fluffy pancakes, mm. but you've also got these like kind of crepe ones. Yes. Yeah. And then, and, and, and like those are, they're savory. And then you, you can have stuff like, Bacon and um, and apples and bacon. I said bacon. <laughs> um, like salami, Curries. curry, rice, and everything. It's it's really good. And um, on Mondays, uh, I, I think it's it's gone up to I think it's five fifty now. So like if you go on Mondays, like most of the pancakes are five pound fifty, and I think they're like normally like ten pounds each. So, oh, but like it's still like a really good amount of food for the money you're spending. So my old Dutch, the pancake house. Cool. Um, my hookup for today is an app called Should I Answer? Um, <laughs> if, you, if you have to ask. <laughs> so, um, do you put numbers in it? And no. Then, so literally, oh, it just right, runs okay. in the background yeah. of your phone or on your phone. And as you get a call, it screens the number. So because it's got countless members and it also draws from online uh, reviews oh, okay, okay. it then gets so to see if this person if this number has got a bad review or not mm, mm. and so like telemarketers and stuff who use the same number mm. we just be like nope telemarketer so it, it's either negative or positive or neutral okay. that it hasn't got a review for mm. so obviously if you get a call from someone you actually know just say positive because um, it hasn't really got um, mm. any reviews for that number but if it's a telemarketer telemarketer number where there are reviews for it, it will actually tell you negative telemarketer, these amount of people that have reviewed it. So it's been very helpful to just screening um, different people's calls. Mm, okay. Oh yeah, Peter. Ha- um, so Peter jumped to my hookup last week. How have you been finding it? I'm trying to remember what the hookup was. The Lovers Dictionary. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm, I'm on D at the moment. I, I don't know if you know, I got the audio book. I saw. Yeah, I didn't get the... The actual book. Yeah, so the audio book is... It's just—it's really interesting. I, I imagine reading would have been the same, but having a girl and a guy's voice, um, and they're actually almost conversational in the way they go about. Oh, it. there's a girl and a guy. Yes. See, yeah. like, like, yeah. and like the thing is, the way it's read, mm. it's not clear whether it's a right. heterosexual or, or or like homosexual relationship. Oh right. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> it's 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 a girl and a guy, and both of them are um, have like southern. American accents. Uh, so it, it makes me really interesting reading. I'm on D at the moment, and it's just yeah. Like I said in the group, my favorite, my favorite line so far was, again, it'll mention the word and it'll give like a, um, it'll give a whether it's an, a verb or an adjective, yeah. and then they'll just say something that like instead of a description of the word as you'd find in the dictionary, mm. it would be an event that happened in their life or it'll be something yeah. that they did. Let me get that up. That sounds mm. dope. But my favorite line literally was celibacy, noun, N A. I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's one of my favorite ones. Oh, oh but they're all so nice. <laughs> they are. Okay, uh, okay, I'll let you pick, okay? So there is um, acronym, or you can pick akin. 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 I like that. That's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> so akin, adjective. Um,. Something okay, so I noticed on your profile that you said you love Charlotte's Web. So, something we talked about on that first date about how the word, how the word radiated sealed it for both of us. 
and how the most heartbreaking moment isn't when Charlotte dies, but when it looks like all her children will leave Wilbur too. Mm. In the long view, did it matter that, that we share this? Did it matter that we both drank coffee at night and both happened to go to Barcelona the summer after our senior year? Mm-hmm. In the long view, was it such a revelation that we were both ticklish and that we both liked dogs more than cats? Really, weren't these facts just placeholders until the long view could truly assert itself? Mm. We were painting by numbers, starting with the greens, because that happened to be our favourite colour. And this, we figured, had to mean something. Yeah. Mm. It's really, really well written. <laughs> it's really well written. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. definitely a good one. And I think, like, um, for future, like, if we listen to, like, one of someone's hookups, we should come, come back and give and a review say, to yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into the next topic. So, um, I like people watching. Is that mm. something I do? <laughs> One thing I've been seeing a lot more recently is um, black nannies looking after white children. <laughs> really? I'm like, right, I'll go back to these days. <laughs> Much. Well, yeah. So, um, because I live um, in Waterloo, I live by the South Bank, and so like with it becoming like school holidays and stuff, mm. there's, there's, there's there's like a lot more children. Mm. And one thing I've been noticing, which is why I started about wedding rings, is that you'll see a lot of adults with children, but not as many wedding rings on fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I know people might like to make the excuse of, oh, maybe that's just the art, or da 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 da, da or maybe they just don't like wedding wedding rings, but. Mm. I think it's safe to say that everyone knows that there's been a decline in um, people getting married before they have kids. And mm. and I just wanted to ask, why do you think that is? Do you, do you, do you think we're just getting to that, that point in, in, in the world where people are just, like marriage isn't, how can I put this? Marriage isn't something that people want to do as, as a prerequisite to having kids. Because like, oh, obviously I know like, sometimes or a lot of times with, with these kind of things the kids aren't planned mm-hmm. but then i think um also people are just like deciding to forget marriage we can just play marriage without mm. actually being married cohabit yeah or whatever. Mm. shack up so like why do you think this has becoming more and more regular and normal these days i think or do you, do you know no go ahead go i ahead. think it, it leans into what i was saying before um Unfortunately, there are more now, anyways, in this society, there are more instances of relationships going bad than there are relationships um, working out. Um, And even when you watch shows, like no program is obligated to show a healthy relationship. And in terms of ratings and numbers, unfortunately, a healthy relationship does not... um, Doesn't sell. Unless it's like my wife and kids. And even that, that is old. Mm. Like, there's no shows like my mm. wife and kids anymore. Mm. Mm. That's very true. Um, like, well, the, one show we did have, uh, Bill Cosby ruined. <laughs> and it's like, even the the show now, Marlon, um, on Netflix, is a guy who's divorced his wife, mm. but they're still unhealthily attached um, and trying to raise the kids together. Mm. And so it's like, there's, there's an e- element of drama somewhere. Um, just a healthy, natural relationship doesn't quite cut it anymore. And so when you're watching TV programs, um, it's always a lot more saucier and spicier when the person is going out for an affair. Or, and like, 
the marriage who's just people couple who are just married they're kind of shown in a boring light uh, per normal um as, as a normal thing and also i have spoken to a lot of young people who have just said the image of marriage is unappealing because they haven't had any real examples of it working well or their parents just cohabit and it's working or they've seen people just get married and divorce and it just seems long um so marriage as an institution right now is losing its appeal unfortunately um and the dream of happily ever after is not fleshing out to be the same and i think the previous generation have a part in this because um we've had we've heard somewhere we've heard a older generation just saying i'm only here because of the kids um and so there's no real enjoyment there's no real sense of yes i want to be in this marriage it's just the kids are keeping me here once they're grown and they're able to do what they want to do then i'm gonna just go off and do what i want to do or we've seen relationships where there is clearly something wrong like whether the woman's getting abused or the man is doing something or the woman is doing something something is happening that isn't right but the other person is just like well i'm committed to this to this marriage so i'm just gonna stay um for whatever reason and now there's a pushback in the generation where it's like screw that i'm not gonna just bow down to whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna put me first i'm gonna look for my happiness um which which plus and a minus we do live in an individual society an individualized society which has a lot of repercussions for the communal sense but i feel the previous generation have been very community orientated that they almost brush aside the individual mm. trying to maintain a communal sense so women are being abused and you're seeing us oh, just shut up and take it mm. um women are being raped by their husband and you say oh he's your husband just take it and it's like it's not it's not the way forward mm. um and we we're seeing this as a generation we're just like it's unappealing yeah. i think there's um there's a big part to play in, and let me preface this with with this um i'm speaking from get the preface no 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 because 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 the greater part of my formative years were spent in ghana which is a different culture to what we see here okay um and I think there are elements that is this shared human experience and so can be related to. But in Ghana, there was a big emphasis on morals and, mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. Back then, and, anyways. Well, back then. And also, it was, it was very superficial. It was looking like you're, looking like you're good or looking mm. like you're, you know, like churches. Looking the part. Look, yeah, churches are big on suspending people that are caught whitewashed tombs but inside literally literally you know there's there's so much of that and you know where a a girl maybe a girl gets pregnant the first thing is automatically well you have to marry her now yeah you know and and that was growing up you know that was kind of what we saw you know so there was that element of it and that's where you get people that are like well i'm only here for the kids because the marriage is based on i got you pregnant it was a shotgun marriage It, it was never based on anything else so i think a lot of a lot of it is we've had a generation and i don't know if it's just a generation i think that's been that's been the story to be honest where wherever marriage isn't recognized as a portrayal of christ loving her church loving his church it always becomes either a 
financial institution, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a convenience mm-hmm. or it becomes something that we do to maintain a look. Mm-hmm. Um, and where we've had that, you've had situations or kids growing up in environments where they're not seeing mm-hmm. Christ. They're not seeing Christ in the way that dad loves mom. They're seeing frustration they're seeing anger ultimately they're seeing divorce broken homes uh fights and all of this and it's not it's leaving a bad taste in their mm-hmm. mouths and so we've grown up and and nowadays um I, I, sorry the other thing i wanted to say was even in western <laughs> countries where maybe they were a lot more religious like apparently britain was a christian country at some point david cameron according to david cameron um marriage was just a means to have sex and not feel guilty about it <laughs> And so you've also got that element of things as well. Now that's been removed, especially in Western culture. That's been removed completely. Like, completely. You know, you're not having sex. You're you're viewed as a weird person. Um, so they no longer have that restriction. But then also we're seeing where institutionally uh, there's not that many benefits to being married. <laughs> it's not like you're getting cuts in your taxes or anything anymore. Um, and also people aren't taking. Or, or or the vast majority of people aren't even religious or believe anyway. Mm. And so then it just becomes the marriage that is the government institution. And if they're not providing any benefits, why am I going to go spend all this money to get married uh, if there's nothing to gain f- for me? So I think, I think ultimately it's because the image that marriage is supposed to portray, which is Christ loving her church, is no longer the predominant image. And that's why you're having people with all sorts of ideas about marriage nowadays can i raise a controversial view absolutely that's what you're here for (laughs) don't know if i'm ready for this one (laughs) but um i also think that (laughs) people are just giving it up the thing is the thing is robert is so controversial that the fact that he's identified this as controversial is kind of worrying yeah because i don't think i want this smoke (laughs) let me me check the timestamp. this might have to get edited out okay so i also think that um as the movement of feminism has (laughs) has been (laughs) has been growing oh gosh he he definitely was all the smoke (laughs) he was all the smoke um i think that with this new wave of independence that women are getting um marriage doesn't there's not the same benefits in marriage or like um the, the reasons to get married the reason to get married have become different in the sense that um as a woman now you can go to a sperm bank you don't even need a guy to go and and have a baby with hmm. um and with this whole with this whole environment of men or of, of, of i think it shifted from women it's, it's weird so i think women want to get better rights or, or like more rights which is great but i think that it's tipped over into now they're trying to be men in a men's world sort of thing so and and with that you're kind of losing that whole romance dynamic family dynamic sort of thing and and like and like i'm not saying fev, uh, feminism is bad <laughs> Man, try he's trying to save himself. Actually, no, you're putting a disclaimer into this uh, now because fam- <laughs> I feel a bit aspect. <laughs> actually, actually, with this whole feminism thing, right? Should we go into okay? Let's let's let's, let's go into this a tiny bit. So we've got five minutes. Okay, oh, okay, this should be fun. All right, so I feel like so from like from what I've seen of this feminism thing, mm. they say they want equality. 
I don't think that's what they want. That's they, they say that's what they want. <laughs> that's not what they want. <laughs> what they want is um, better quality of life for women, which isn't a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's very different from equality. Mm. Okay. In a sense that um, they're only fighting for things that will benefit women as opposed to making things equal. Okay. okay. That, that makes sense? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I follow. And, and yeah. like, yeah, they want women to more women to be in like high positions mm. but they're not fighting for um, men and women to have the same maternal paternal leave mm. when, when, when kids of course not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Imagine, of course not um, mm. they're trying to fight for women to get into more like STEM things mm. but they're not fighting for more men to get into like nursing or things or, or like things that are um, I hear you I hear yeah. you mm. so and that's not a bad thing mm. but I think just call it what it is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, yeah, address all of your emails, your tweets to Robert. I know, uh, I'll stand behind. And you know, do you know, I, do you know, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, yeah. I feel like, um, in the last five minutes, I feel like we, we have started a, or not we have started, but a, a pushback has has been started to fight for equality and rights and stuff like that. But I think like people who for in some anyways, people who have jumped on the bandwagon have pushed the boat out so far that it can sometimes be detrimental to their initial um cause that was yeah. being driven for. It's it's like a lot of things though. It's it's like it's similar to the the uh I would say the Black Lives movement, but the resurgence of the mm-hmm. importance yeah. of, of, of black yeah. lives in the sense of there was so much oppression, so much negativity, so much pushing us down one end of mm-hmm. the spectrum that eventually, you know, people are going to grow tired and shake the yokes off. Yeah. But then that takes you to the other, other side, side of the spectrum. Yeah. And all of a sudden, to some, and this is not to everyone, but a perfect example is where black lives matter to someone meant that blue lives don't matter, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's where you had the police shootings and yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So it, it's very similar. Yeah. In, in, and do you know, I, I, I'll put my hand up here. Like, if I was in the midst of that, blue lives weren't going to matter. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Blue lives weren't going to matter. Guys, free from more, please. Do you know, like yeah. that. And and it's like, um, to, to the, as I had your example in mind, Peter, to the, mm. to the extent of now, if we see a video of any black person getting arrested, mm without understanding what happened, without understanding the context or anything, that someone will be shouting out outrage. Mm. This Dude, person could have this person could have literally machete butchered <laughs> another old woman mm. right in front of the police officer mm. to get arrested. Oh, another black person. And it's just like, dude, you don't know what's it's happening. It's not even a video, dude. I was walking down uh, the street before coming on here, if I'm coming from Whitehorse Road. Yeah. I was walking down that road and then the police, there was like a van, they're arresting some black dude in, in, in that area. How am I looking at all the police side eye? I don't know what this guy's done. <laughs> I don't know what he's done. But I'm just looking at all of them like, racist, 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 <laughs> Literally. Racist. You know, and it's like, I caught myself doing that, but it's, it's okay, very much okay. like this. So. Let's not get off topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so like, um, I bring up feminism is because mm. it feels like women want to be doing what men are doing. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> the things men are doing are not good. <laughs> <laughs> no don't no. try to be like us yeah. because yeah. we're not trying to be like us yes we're trying to tell thing. men yeah. not be like and this that's exactly the thing and to jump on this again i know that our time is short and that's i'm just trying to flurry out all my all the thoughts that i have in terms of like mandem are being called out and rightly so for having 25 sexual partners and thinking it's cool for having two sexual partners in, in a week and thinking it's cool mm. and it's like 
I've seen a real insurgence of girls now trying to do that as well and thinking exactly. that it's cool. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, I hear I hear your argument in the sense of yes, it's both of you are engaging in intercourse and there has been a notion that if a girl does it is wrong, if a guy does it is right. But what we should be doing is not normalizing the sin no. but calling the sin out for what it exactly. actually is and exactly. saying, Yo, Mandan, we need to hold you to a higher standard. Exactly. Like you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And we shouldn't now just be opening the doors for girls to do it. And I feel like so I became aware of women marrying for status and stuff like that um, or just to be in a good household and stuff like that like a while ago but I know that in our generation anyways like arranged marriages and stuff is almost frowned upon mm. and we would rather marry because we're in love with the woman mm. and so I find that in my generation our generation anyways there's been a real emphasis on affection towards the other person being the catalyst for uh, mm. marriage mm. Um Unfortunately, people now, if I don't have affection for you, I'm going to divorce you. Mm. Um, but as Christians, we, should, we shouldn't we should base our marriage on our love, but base our love on our marriage. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, for my understanding is that if we go back to actually marry, well, not go back, but if we emphasize, like, loving the person you're marrying, mm. rather than status, rather than... Um, financial means and stuff like that I think that will be somewhat healthier mm. um, in a sense of you love this person make a commitment to them mm. for the rest of your life and like, I'm thinking like with all these like babies outside of a marriage mm. for a lot of people they have like they know that what what would be ideal mm-hmm. is, is, is like to get married to so, someone great and then have kids with them. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, there's like not 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 many people that in like if all uh, all sex was ideal, that's what they want. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like people are settling, and so like they're seeing that they're not maybe the, the right, right right person has to come along, mm-hmm. and so um, had sex, I got pregnant, and might as well just might as well, might as well mm-hmm. instead of like. You know, that's that's all for the sex because I know I'm not ready to have mm. a baby, and like yeah. that's not my ideal. But mm. I guess people are just losing faith in, in in like marriage and love. Yeah, and people are we're we're this generation. Well, I can't say this generation, but we are a lot more sex hungry as well. Mm. And so, my, my issue is I can't make that case outside of the Bible. If that makes sense, like I can't make that case of even holding out on sex mm. outside of it being something that's supposed to be held pure in accordance with the way God created I can. Can you? I I, I can. can. Mm. And that's why you have things like the the, the 90-day rule in the sense that people say that that, um, within those 90 days, there's no sex. So it it gives you a chance to get to actually know this person. But then I think all of that's come from this because I think the lack of appreciation for the sanctity of what sex should be um, results in people making arguments like, well, the human species shouldn't even be monogamous. Like, there's yeah. scientific yeah. argument for yeah. that. And I my think, guy, my guy. No, <laughs> I think outside of the... Obviously, I'm saying outside of the Bible, but then that's how God created it. Mm. Outside of God's purpose for it, I don't think you can make that argument. 
because it the, uh, the reason uh, I say I can make the mm. argument, especially for a committed relationship, whether it, it looks like marriage or whether it looks like we're living together with the intention of we're going to do this for the rest of our lives, is that the fabric of society itself. Mm has been broken to the to the point of there are so many broken families which is now which is eroding away the sense of commitment that we have to anything so people are coming into people are coming from broken households where they haven't seen commitment they haven't seen parents they haven't seen modeled commitment modeled in a healthy way and so we go to a church and we, we don't feel obligated to commit we go into a relationship and we don't feel obligated to commit we go to school and we don't feel obligated to commit because we haven't seen commitment displayed in a fundamental manner that as we're growing up from children we haven't seen commitment we've just seen mom struggle or dad struggle and we've seen mum struggle, dad is out just sexing everyone that he wants to do, or dad's struggling, mum's doing that, or mum has died and like, um, dad has died and mum's literally just laying on the back with every guy that comes through the door, abusing, and it's like we've seen broken images from a young age in terms of what society should be like, because the family is our first society. It's the first thing that shapes our culture and shapes what we know and understand. Mm. And that then transpires into what we do in a community, how mm. we then input into the community. And in having that lack of commitment within the household, we're not going to be committed to anything outside of the household. But then I think where you've got like, you've got people that are hustling, they learn commitment, they learn like uh, um, loyalty and all of those things in the wrong ways, but they learn that from their gangs. They learn that from gang affiliations or you've got uh, maybe kids that are good at a certain sport mm -hmm. and, and they commit to it and everything else in their lives is to grab, but they understand commitment through, okay, if I do this sport, I'm going to get to college yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's, and I, I would argue that the pushback argument then would be in terms of firstly personal gain in terms of well, that's, hustling and stuff. That's the, mo that's that's, the, that's the motive yeah, in terms yeah. of anything that I commit to. So I'm mm. committed to this relationship because I get to have sex. There's someone mm. who's blah, blah, blah. And as soon as that kind of things, there's no personal interest or investment that I'm anything that I'm getting from this anymore. Mm. I'm just going to bounce. Mm. They haven't necessarily seen someone who like the doo-doo has hit the fan mm. and the person is still there. For better or worse. For better mm. or worse. Sickness and in health. Seeing their dad or their mom taking care of the other person in mm. sickness and stuff like literally being there mm. no money in the house they're both like putting in the work um they haven't seen that modeled but in terms of and because we've got the gangs because we've got this it, it's showing that th there is still a need for belonging there's still a need yeah. for commitment there's mm. still a need to be seen mm. and that isn't happening in the households mm. and so people are going elsewhere where that can be seen and so exactly we aren't seeing it modeled healthily in the house and so we are going elsewhere to try to find something that is modeling it right mm. and because we haven't had a household where good morals per, um, per se haven't been demonstrated mm. we're just like cool I can stab you up car. the gang is still gonna I'm, I'm repping yeah. blue I'm, I'm repping green I'm mm. repping whatever like mm. the gang's got my back mm. so I can do whatever that's my family that's mm. where my loyalty is but I'm not committed to you mm. and so I think society the, the fracture of society reflects the fracture of marriage yeah, and I think yeah. once yeah. we start to um, re-emphasize a sense of marriage a sense of community a sense of we're in this together for mm. better or for worse I think that it will have a trickle on it will have a impact mm. um on the wider society and so I, I could make the practical argument from not just outside of the bible so the ten commandments boil down to love god and love your neighbor mm. and everything that we did was for like for god mm. 
but also for the benefit of the community. Mm-hmm. And so in mud in what God is calling us to do definitely does benefit and have an impact on the community as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I think that'll be a nice place to round up. All right. Yeah. So guys, keep in your pants <laughs> till you get married. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Yes. Um, let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about wedding rings, talked about marriage and all that good stuff. Mm. Uh, you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash The Blacksons Furnace. No apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps. The Blacksons Furnace with no apostrophe. tbsfurnace.hotmail.com. That's the email address. T- um, Twitter at The Furnace UK. Yeah. Um, Peter, you've got an event coming up, don't you? 4th of August, uh, past the mic. It's an open mic night. Uh, we're sharing poetry, stories about our need for salvation that God provides. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. It's going to be great. I think I'm performing, Peter's performing, most performing. Yeah, James is performing. James is performing. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if it goes well, this might be a regular thing as well, I've been told. So. Oh, saucy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, then I guess this is the Black Smith Furnace signing out. Blow. Hello, okay.